0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles haven't had much luck in the film industry but there can be a reboot coming in the far future so let's see what we can come up with for ideas for this new film Hey what's up everybody I'm here at Movie HQ where we like to talk about movies and today we have another episode of, of Movie Drafts where I like to talk about um, my ideas for movie reboots or sequels to properties that I love. And today we are going to be talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you haven't heard about that, um, of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, they were a comic book back in the 1970s. They had a cartoon show, really big cartoon show, one of the biggest and almost longest running um, TV shows um, at, at a time uh, in the 1980s into the 1990s, and then they made a 1990 film, New Line Cinema made a live-action 1990 film in March 30th of 1990, um, a live-action film that showed, um, live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in New York City, um, which their design looked like they just came right out of the cartoon, uh, with live-action Jim Henson, uh, animatronic heads, um, in rubber suits, which if you haven't seen those movies, you should, you should see them because they are, um, fantastic and wonderful. They're actually very entertaining. Uh, they're not the best films, but they're still very entertaining and fun. Um, the first film made, uh, two, $200 million, um, in the box office and a huge success. Everybody loved it, um, because of the big, um, popularity of the film, of the show, um, in the 80s people uh hooked onto this film uh and it was a big success as i said um which led them to make a sequel just around the corner in 1991 and they released uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze which made 78 uh 78 million dollars not as much not as um successful but still a big success, people liked it, it was a little bit more, uh, toned down, because the first one was a little bit more, uh, a little bit more, um, serious, this one took a little lighter tone, went for more of the, uh, comedic elements, like the show, um, and then that leads us to the final film of the trilogy in the 90s, 1993s, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, um, which only made 42 million, um, and... Not everybody loved the film. It kind of gave the turtles a little bit of a cheaper design for their their suits. Um, and the plot was kind of just weird as the turtles time travel back into the ancient Japan, and it was kind of weird, um which but that basically ended the um, renaissance of the 1990 Ninja Turtles films there was plans to make for um another a fourth film but due to uh the negativity of uh reviews for the third film they ultimately canned that film now there wasn't a film for a very long time until 2007 where they made a animated film um which was very 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 serious um compared to the other teen, teenage mutant ninja turtles and the animated film was simply titled TMNT which stands for teenage mutant ninja turtles but um it basically took a lot more of a serious tone uh and it didn't really make that much money i mean it did but it not it not very much um nine, 95 million uh it wasn't bad but not very uh positive Uh, reviews, it was very, um, just kind of more depressing, Um, the film was very serious, took on some more serious uh, uh, elements, and uh, overall wasn't a big success, wasn't a bad flop, but wasn't a big success either, and so never made a sequel, Um, now that leads into the Michael Bay 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live-action film, which uh, featured CGI, made turtles instead of um, live-action suits like the 90s films. They replaced them with CGI, weird, weird weird-looking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, which the film... Like the two thousand and seven animated film and the first nineteen ninety film took more of a serious tone. They had it was not as serious as the other films, but still took a little bit of a uh, serious tone and was kind of more, um, darker, um, in just color, uh, colorization, um, and the film wasn't really positively um, taken by audience, but it made four hundred million dollars. My million, not billion. Um, and so, worldwide. So, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. It it made money. Um, so, it did dawn another film um, in two years later, 2016, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, um, which featured a lot more um, jokes, was a lot more comedic and lighthearted. Um, introduced a lot more of the cartoon characters like uh, Bebop and Rocksteady um, and Krang, and then also uh, recast the Shredder and made him a lot more, a um, lot more like the cartoon. They kind of went for more of the cartoon, the, 90, the 80, 90 cartoon, um, where it was kind of more colorful and uh, funny versus the 2014 film that kind of went for more of an action thriller film. Um, And so, in my opinion, I liked this film a lot better than the 2014 film, but still people were negative about the reviews. It still made $245 million in the box office, but still didn't please fans um, as it just kind of ruined it. There wasn't many people that went to go see it um, because of the first film, which I went and saw it. I liked the movie. There was still problems, but, you know, they fixed a lot of the problems from the 2014 film. Now, mind you, um, that kind of ruined their, their trilogy. They were plans on making the third film and ultimately became, and became canceled. So where does that lead us? That leads us, we are now, three years after that film and no word on another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sequel or reboot at the time. Now, um, I think the Ninja Turtles need a proper film. My pitch, I would go with another live action film. Now, I know animated is kind of where it should be at. And if they did make an animated film, I would totally be for it if they did it more like um, the Scooby-Doo film per se. Um, in that kind of uh, style, I think it could work. But since the Ninja Turtles are typically animated, it'd be nice to see more live action. Um, I would say if they went for CGI, in, this, in, in in my opinion, my envision would be CGI still. Um, as that's the technology now. Um, because back then, in the 90s film, they made the rubber suits, but that costed a lot and a lot of money. Um, with the anatron- animatronic faces. Now, that they were very realistic-looking, and they were very nice-looking, but I think it's, it would cost a lot m- less to make CGI Turtles again. Now, the way I designed them wouldn't be like the 2014-16 Turtles, um, as they took more of like a realistic look from real-life Turtles. I'd say, um, just like the 90s film, take a lot of the aspects of the 80s a cartoon show and implement it into the design of the CGI turtles. Um, they don't have to be ultimately very cartoony, but they could also not have the nostrils and stuff that kind of made it unsettling to look at at the Ninja Turtles. Um, I'd say look for more of the cartoony roundness of the nose, uh, the bigger expressive eyes, the more vivid colors of the green. Like, I just, I, I would go more cartoony. This kind of it's like the Sonic the Hedgehog type of thing. When they originally made the Sonic the Hedgehog film, their design looked a lot more realistic, um, but then they fixed it and made them look more like the video game character. Cartooniness is not always bad. I think all Hollywood does not um, uh, think that. I think they think, oh, realistic is better. I think if you're going to remake a classic cartoon character, you're going to have to try to keep at least aspects of their cartooniness, because otherwise you kind of lose the essence of the character. Um, As for a villain for this film, I wouldn't do the Shredder for the 50th time. I every, almost every film of the Ninja Turtles that they've made in the live action, whether it be the 90 film, the 1991 film, the 2014 film, the 2016 film, all of them had the Shredder as a main antagonist. Now, the Shredder is a very, very good character, and I love the Shredder, but I think if you're going to go different, which di- which the film industry is trying to do now, is do a lot of more different takes on um, films, I think you should go for a different um, direction. Now, I am a sucker for the 80s. Um, TV show and I say they would go I say go for Krang and Possibly another Bebop and Rocksteady now. I know the 2016 film had those three characters But all three of the characters weren't as prominent in the film Um, And I think if they had uh, if they had Krang as the main villain kind of pulling the strings in the background Maybe not reveal reveal what he looks like until the very end of the film and then have bebop and rock steady be the more uh, muscle to be the bumbling uh, henchmen as they usually are and try to go after the turtles i think that would be um, a cool way of doing it now i know doing that direction would make it more of the cosmic way of the turtles and not really the um, ground level turtles like they usually are and uh, I would totally go for The Shredder if it wasn't for that he was over, overused. So in my opinion, I'd say go for um, Krang and Bebop and Rocksteady again. Um, there could be other villains, but I say go play it safe for the first film and have the more recognizable villains, um, and then go for you know more obscure villains after, um, after the first film. Um, and I would put... I would put Casey uh, in this film, too, um, because uh, if you don't knew, know who that is, Casey Jones um, is a friend of the Turtles. He's the guy with the hockey mask. I think um, they should go for him because, you know, like in the 2014 film, he was absent and then they tried to shoehorn him in into the, se- the sequel and it didn't really work. Now, they have to get the character right, though, because, again, in the 2016 film, he was a cop who was trying to be uh, a detective and stuff. And he was like this funny, wisecracking character who had short hair. Um, I don't, that's not Casey Jones. Casey Jones has his long, this long black hair with the hockey mask and he's a rebellious um, anti-hero basically um, that helps out the turtles. Um, I would put him in not as a big character but as a big enough character. Um, and the last thing I would do to wrap this film up is uh just have the film not be overly complicated now the turtle films um typically like to go very complicated um the good a good example of making the simple turtle films is like the first 1990 film and even the 1991 sequel wasn't very convoluted those are pretty simple straightforward films they were the shredders doing something bad the ninja turtles have to rise up and stop him um i think that's a simple enough um, premise i say this film is kang the con krang krang um it makes these mutants um after the turtles and he sets he kind of has them as bounty hunters trying to track down the turtles The turtles have to be on the run and kind of try to defeat these very strong uh, mutants and um, and ultimately you know maybe maybe they don't even face off on Krang in this movie maybe Krang just has the mutant like maybe they beat Bebop and Rocksteady and then Krang goes on to his next thing because in the animated film Krang doesn't even go into Earth very often so maybe he's not even in. Uh, or maybe he's on Dimension X the whole film, and he's just trying to pull the strings from the background. I say go that direction and have Bebop and Rocksteady more as the antagonists in on Earth and have them just go after the turtles the whole film, and it's kind of more of a um, goose chase of a film. Um, and just have it straightforward. Don't introduce too much complicated stuff because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as it is is kind of a weird concept. Um, with mutants and stuff. So I say keep it simple, keep it nice and just easy for people to understand. I would say keep it, Um, I say this movie like the 90s film, keep them PG. I think it would be fun to have a lighthearted Teenage Ninja Turtles film again after the PG-13 dark um, films that were kind of boring, you know. um, Not anything bad about T- the PG-13 films. I just say go for PG-1 because it would be Way more to have more fun and goofiness in it than have the dark greediness. Um, And that's basically all I have for a Ninja Turtles film. I know this is kind of a different way of doing movie drafts. I kind of do it a little bit differently. But I think this is how I would construct a Ninja Turtles film. Now, what do you guys think? Do you have input on what your envision of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot film would go? How would you do it? Who would be the characters in it? And... Um, and how would you execute it? Um, I'd like to hear all your thoughts. Um, I will see you all in the next podcast. Thanks for watching. I will see you all next time. Bye.